Oh no, now the knee. Oh, well, that was that. Manu, what's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. Manu set up a throw for Bobrovsky. It's the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. Oh. And then just <laughs> takes off. Oh, what a beauty. So. You pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end, or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a trial. Righto, welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Supercoach Tragics <laughs> podcast. I'm your host, Dan, coach of Badonka Dong. Right there, Glenn? Because got yeah, to be a, a big thing came shot. across my screen and went all black, and I was like, what's going on? I fixed it. Oh. It wouldn't wouldn't be it wouldn't be a tragic podcast without the intro getting uh tech difficulties <laughs> straight away. Love it. Uh well as you all know, my name's Dan. I'm the host coach of Badonkadong. Um pretty crappy week for me, really. Was, um yeah, a couple of my calls that I made last week were pretty good. Um, but the rest of my team didn't fire. So how about you, Glenn? Yeah, I had a good week. I got green arrows, I got 13-13. I I won the uh, draft comp, so I, I'm the minor premier in that, so I'm pretty happy about that. And I left a lot on the bench, bro. I was going to play Apple over Cook. Cook, uh, mm. Apple got 120. I had three players on the bench score really big scores and still still won it. So, um, but in my, I only dropped to about 11k or 12k or something, so I was 13. So it's nothing mm. to bridge up about. That's all good. Green arrows, green arrows, mate. Yeah, I got a, I got an 11.99. So I think one of my calls was I was going to, um, I was going to. Was a, so I was going to trade. Um, I was going to play Schuster over to River, and I did, and he got a good score. So a lot of my calls that I did make, and the other one I was going to make, and I didn't think to my gut was I was going to trade out, um, Manu for Asako. Wouldn't have been the worst option because I reckon the run home for Asako is better. But yeah. in the end, Asako got fifty nine points, so that wasn't a big, a big uh, decider in my outcome in the end. So. Um, yeah, still just outside the top thousand now, so not too far off. Still happy. My team's looking pretty good, making some trades this week, which I may keep under my belt because I'm in the head-to-head finals now, and there's a couple of guys that might be listening to this that might want to try to get a sneak peek of my trades. So I will say one thing. Phonies, bro. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm going to um, bring in uh, – can I bring in Lewis Brown? Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Love it. All right, let's get started. So – as per usual, we'll start off with the Tragics overall group, and we have a new leader, whopping 1,400-plus score this week. Uh, here come the Bears. Glenn is taking the lead back in sixth place overall. I reckon what we should do, we should reach out to the Sangstar and say, if um, if here come the Bears comes first overall, not only should he get the 50K, he should also be able to be the bring back the Bears ambassador, and the North Sydney Bears should be reinstated to the comp. That's my... Absolutely. Yeah, he deserves it. <laughs> so... And in second place, um, who was in the first last week, that's Lux for Losers, and he's in 10th overall. So very, very close up there. Top five are all top 100. So, yeah, very competitive league. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Awesome. They've done well. I, I, I do the scores for the Andrew Jobs Cup, and the top 10 have all had a really good season. They, mm. they, they really have. Yeah, definitely. It's good to see some competitiveness in there. So maybe maybe that's you're not getting worse. Maybe everyone else around us is getting better. That's probably yeah, that's what we'll say. Awesome. I own it. Bad calls yeah. and bad luck. <laughs> that's it, mate. All right, let's start with game one. Uh, Thursday night, I've got the Roosters versus Manly. Anything in this game that uh, strikes your fancy? 
No, I mean, people are talking about selling Manu. I mean, I'd probably hold off for this game. I think that this matchup for Manu is actually quite good. I'm actually considering playing Billy Smith as well. I've got him on the bench um, over Taruba, who's playing the Storm, um, mm -hmm. because my third choice there, I actually bought in um, Latrell last week. And um, so, but I, I, I'm considering it anyway. Ruben Garrick, I still think he's a hold two for this matchup. I think both these sides are, are no one I'd be buying. I, I don't think I'd be chasing anyone from either of these teams myself, mate. If you're looking for a trade up to trade down, see a Wong at second row, mate. He's an absolute gun, but mm. his lifespan's probably short. Um, so if you're looking for someone enough out that you need for one round, maybe or something, you know, you've got a Preston or someone in the Bulldogs that you, you know, you don't, you don't have someone to play, then Wong could be a trade out, down to trade up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially if you're looking to enough out, which is a good time to enough out to build your team up for the finals. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I, I've got Garrick. I've got Manu. I'm holding for the run home. Um. I'm not confident on holding Manu, but in saying that, um, what like before last week he was getting 79, 92, 78. Like he's getting some good scores, and then he gets an 18 last week. So, uh, and I think after watching that game, I was watching him do nothing. I can tell you right now, they're not going to allow that to happen again. They're going to see that him doing nothing, not getting his hand on the ball, is is a key factor in the Roosters winning. So him and Teddy need to really step up, and I think that they will. Rob, Robinson's a good coach; he'll sort it out. And I reckon Manu will come good. Probably averages about 60, 65 on the run home, my guess. If you ever listened to this podcast before in previous years, you'll hear me talk about the Roosters a lot about mm. how they have their shapes out the back. I really love the way they play short, and they they play out the back. They have this whole setup that they do right and left. I've seen none of that this year. None of this short to desk go out to you know. Uh, Manu or Long to Suwali, none of that stuff. I don't see any of that shape happening as they come out. They really are in sixes and sevens. And um, and I think a lot of that's got to do with the, fa uh, the platform being laid in the middle. I think they're a forward or two light in the middle. I'm not quite sure what's quite – I can't put my finger on it with them. You know, he is a good coach, and, mm -hmm. they, and they've got a very good side. I actually had them uh, for a bet to win $1,000 uh, along with Penrith um, in, mm -hmm. to make the grand final, and, and they've just not delivered, have they? No, uh, I think um, I know this is probably, you know, I guess, hot take. I guess I reckon they need Sam Walker back there. Yeah. Um, I think he did a lot of that work in the middle to deliver the good ball to the forwards as well. Um, and I think when he's back from injury, I think that it's going to be a, a bit of a key player because they've had been building that um partnership between Kiri and him for a while now, and I think it'll be a lot better when he's back. So, yeah. I I, you know my opinion on Walker. I, I'm not as a big a fan as you are on Sam Walker. I think Sam Walker's a great player. Uh, he reminds me of Hines in the sense that he's too lateral. Uh, he does this after-cup stuff, and the stuff that he does is amazing. The problem is it's the stuff that he does off the ball that really frustrates me. And he, you know, he, he doesn't play. I just think Kiri and him are too much alike. I, mm. I personally think Walker's okay in a side if you had a, a running 5-8, but they both are very similar players to me. Yeah. Um, but, but look, I... The way they're playing at the moment, I think Walker would uh, ignite some spark in that side for sure. Yeah, I, I know we're probably going on too long about this game, but one thing I noticed, and the reason why I thought Sam Walker being back would actually help, is how easy it was for them to go straight to that kicker, put pressure on Kiri every single time. They knew the ball was going to him, yeah. and they just dominated him. Um, and having Sam Walker there gives the another option. That's why I thought Manu, if Manu stepped up and actually was around that ball... Can guarantee you that that would have been a bit more of a they could skip out Kiri, Kiri and get to Manu and then it's another option where they can they could have scored heaps of tries if they did that but they didn't so but yeah, we're, we're just we're just super coaches we're not coaches so but I'm a big fan of two kicking halves mm. yeah I always have yeah. been yeah. yeah all right 
do Friday night's first game. Got the I don't know how they got a uh, a home game, uh Friday night game, but Gold Coast versus the um Warriors. Um it could be I I think Warriors are dominating this game. Your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. Um there could be a few buys from this, you know, like I mean, I'm not sure what Charles Nickel Clock said's priced at now or Dylan on SCAC, but um they're both legitimate plays for the whole run home now after that buy they've just had. They've got no buys. Uh so uh Aiden Fanua Blake is always good. Uh, if you're looking for a pod, I don't hate Neocora or Ford. Mm. You know, people will be holding Ford. I wouldn't be letting go of Warriors. But if you're chasing anyone, and one of the questions we'll get to later with one of the people that are asking questions is about this game, so I'll leave that mm. for there, I guess. Mm. I wouldn't be chasing anything. Even David Fafida at the moment, I'm not happy with. With our um, Tino, they're just a different side. And and the other player in that side, oh, he's not now there now. The one that was in last week, Jaden Campbell, I really dislike him in the side. Uh, Andrew Fafita, uh, David Fafita, because he takes so much freaking ball. Yeah. And it's usually only for that, what, 15 minutes at the end of the game. But that's when you want – that's when Fafita usually comes out. When If the game's in the line and they just get the ball for Fafita, he gets in the dummy half and then takes control, steals the ball for himself and scores tries. Yeah. But when you've got the other game-breaker in Campbell out there as well, you're kind of taking a lot of those points away from Fafita, which is really weird to see someone like that taking points away from a second rower, but he does because he's the game-breaker. So. He just takes so much ball. And I mean, yeah. he's a good player, but I think he just takes too much ball, you know. And like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. And Fafita looked very lazy last week. I thought there, there were he had moments, but mm. you know, he he just didn't seem his usual self. And I feel like he's frustrated on that edge with um him in the side, Campbell. Yeah, well, I feel because I've actually <laughs> been death riding Fafita for the last few weeks since he's been back. Or since um, I could get him back, I guess. And I'm like, at the moment, I've been surviving. Like, I'm not I'm not getting hurt. I'm not owning him. I've saved that money because it would have been someone like Koala Matangi up to him. Um, and it would have been a lot of extra cash to go up to him as well. And Koala Matangi, while not scoring as much as him, I think the points per dollar, I'm looking a lot better. So, Yeah, yeah, points per dollar, I agree. Mm. All right, this game should be a good game. I think Panthers get up. But Panthers versus the Storm. This is a real Friday night game, mate. Yeah. Yeah, this will be a good game. I, I don't know if there's anyone I'd be buying. I mean, Toho uh, is probably one I would be interested in. Storm are known for letting uh, points in on their edges, specifically the edge that Toho plays on. I said it last week, Toho, and he had he played really well as well. Mm-hmm. I like the – yeah, I really like Toho. I mean, if you don't own Cleary, I wouldn't be rushing him against the Storm. They defend halves well. Yeah, I don't see a great deal in these other than Cameron Munster from the Storm. Uh, Nick Mean is a hold and a play, even though it's first. Oh, sorry, he's a hold, but I don't know if he's a play. He could mm-hmm. be, you know, with sit starts this week, you might want to leave him on your bench. And um, Panthers do defend backs really well, specifically fullbacks. So, yeah, definitely. The backs, like, it's, I've got him in my team now, and um, he's one of the guys I'm contemplating either putting him on the bench and then trading later or potentially actually just trading him out because I'm looking at the draw on the run home, and his scores are, haven't been massive, they've been st- strong and stable. So I feel like I want to get maybe a game breaker from him, but that might be up for grabs later this week. You're looking for a pod, by the way. Jerome Luai has actually been scoring. I own him in my drafts, right? And he's mm. been absolutely killing it for me. And mm. um, he, he's been one of my better scoring players, as well as two of the Bulldogs players that aren't playing this week. But luckily I've got a week off, so I don't have to touch my side. <laughs> Jerome Luai is an interesting pod. So if you're in the head-to-heads and you've got someone that's got Walker, the Munsters, or the whatever. I mean, there's one much better coming up, in my opinion, in Dylan Brown. But Jerome Luai, um Panthers play lefts a lot more than you realise. You know, you'd think with a side 
with the Cleary in it, as dominant as Cleary is, that they'd play a lot of their play right, but they don't. Cleary steps to the left of the ruck and then shoots to Luai, who steps and jigs and then puts that second pass in. So often it's <laughs> uh, more to Luai than it is to Cleary. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I just think if you're looking for a pod, Luai could be your man. Yeah, I think he's like last this week. No, 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 not this week. But I think the last, uh, what, three weeks, he's averaged around 80, 85 around there. Yeah, so yeah. he's been pretty good. So been pretty solid there. <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it kind of makes sense when you think about them playing um left a lot. Because I have the amount of times I've been frustrated that Peachy hasn't passed the ball to um to Ruba. Ruba. You yeah. know, you know they're definitely left a lot because I got frustrated quite a lot. So. Yeah. yeah. yeah all right. Ruba. Yeah. Uh, all right. So game number uh, one on Saturday is oh, I'm looking forward to this one. Broncos versus the Cowboys. Um, your thoughts here, mate? Yeah. So there's quite a few I like in this game, mate. Mm-hmm. So from the Broncos to start off with, I think if you're looking for a pod fullback, Reese Walsh is your man. And I think he could actually score really well in this game. I, I actually think that the Broncos win this game and I think they win it well. Uh, I know others might not agree with me with the local derby and all that stuff, being it's a Cowboys home game and stuff, but I just think they will. I think they're too big, too strong. Um, <laughs> but the other two that I've been saying every week, and I'm going to keep repeating it every week and they keep performing every week, uh, is Stags and Farmworth. I own both. I own Farnsworth in one draft and Stags in another. And they've just been both doing uh, – Farnsworth's been a lot more consistent than Stags. Yeah. But Stags has his moments. And, I mean, he's he's an interesting one to play on matchup, I think. He's that one you could have as your fifth or sixth uh, centre wing and play on matchups. And um, I think this matchup suits him really well. With yeah, because he likes the tougher matchups. And I think even though this one might not be the tougher matchup, I think it's the – it's the whole derby, the, the everything's built up around it. He will turn up for it, yeah. Uh, the Cowboys will compete for a good part of this yeah. game. Don't, don't doubt me in that. But Valentine's home's missing out from the centre there uh, for four weeks out. So I who have they got on the bench there for him? Elliot, I can't even see who they got. Granville, Griffin, Neem, Lukey, Tanoa Brown. Geez, they were pretty confident. Oh, Felt. It'll be Kyle Felt. Oh, you actually knew that. Tuolagi's moved into centre and Felt's moved mm. I actually remember reading it. So, um, oh, that, that that makes sense. That because everyone, the next question I was going to ask was who kicks, and we know felt will probably be kicking. Do you think? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, felt yeah. will kick. That's why, and he's coming onto the wing. So, I mean, there's a chance that Townsend could kick as well, and yeah. even Drinkwater. Drinkwater, yeah. With you. I think felt the answer. I think you've nailed yeah. it, there, mate. Um, well, I think. Sorry, mate, you go. I was just going to say the obviously the other one that people are asking about is uh, sorry, um, Payne Hass. I don't like. Buying forwards at this time of the year, I think that you should have good forwards already. If you don't own Hass, I don't know if he's going to offer you the ceiling that you'd be looking for for the run home. And the same with Carrigan. I think Carrigan actually is is an interesting one for me. But that that's all I was going to say, mate. Sorry. No, I think I think you're right. Um, I think I try to have my when I'm building my team throughout the year, I try to do my sets baguettes in the front row. Yeah. Then the first ones I'm leading to because that's. Yeah. No more problem for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, and then I start to rotate through my backs and my halves and my high ceiling positions towards the end of the year. So, but yeah, um, yeah, nothing really else to add. I think Hass, I think he gets probably plays a lot better this game. I think he scores a lot better than he has done. I think this, this is a more of a tougher game. There might be more minutes for him. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, I can might be a much bigger game. So hopefully more points for Hass. Yeah, I agree. I think I, I agree with that. I mean, they've got Smoothie on the bench, which is interesting. So, should mm-hmm. see good minutes for Hass. 
Um, you know, he could average between 70 and 90, which is, you know, good for Supercoach, but he still doesn't offer you the ceiling. And that's where yeah. we're looking at for this time of year. We, you really want to, if you're going to spend your money, you want the Latrells, the Dylan Browns, the, the the ones that can actually come out and get you the 140s and the 150s, you know, yeah, uh, and, and consistently. Yep. <laughs> awesome. All right. Speaking of ceilings, I think this club's, this next game is full of ceiling players. And we've got the Dolphins versus the Knights, a few ceiling players, and this one to pick from. Yeah, well, so there'll be one. On, I'll start with the Dolphins because we've got Cody Nicarima who's moved into centre. So anyone who owns him, that's actually ugly from my perspective. I, I don't like that at all. Um, although because he's got the passing game, I'm not sure what side he's playing on, but it could be interesting to Orisako if he's on that side. I'm not sure what side he's playing, but I have a feeling that's the side he's on. Well, Farrow's been playing on the other side, hasn't he? Oh, honestly, I was trying to go through that. Someone, I saw a question in the, one of the chats. I'm pretty sure he's played both sides. Yeah. When he, when he came in from the bench, I'm pretty sure he played on the right side. And then when he played a more longer game, he played on the left side. I think he's played both sides. Yeah. Well, if if, if Nick is on the inside of Ozarko, I don't hate that for Ozarko. Mm. Um, is Ozarko on the left-hand side? Ozarko's uh, on the right. Yeah. I think Ozarko might be more adaptable to switching sides, being a more half. Back yeah, yeah, that's player, right. yeah. 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 But from the other side, I mean, Caelan Ponga averaging 136. The guy is on fire. Mm-hmm. He He's a, a dead set captain choice. And if you don't own him, there's your player, the ceiling player that you want to be chasing. That kind. I mean, he has just been incredible. And yeah. um, I, I, I really love him. The other one that, I mean, everyone knows about Marzu, but the two that aren't being spoken enough about, in my opinion, is Gagai and Best. They are both delivering as well. Best is on the ball a lot, and Gagai's base is is incredible for a, a centre wing. You know, yeah. the, the whole back of that. And the other one, as we spoke about before, is Lachlan Fitzgibbon. He just keeps on delivering. I own him as well in my draft side, and another one for me that's just quietly achieving. You know, just one of them ones mm. that is just quietly kicking along. That's it. Yeah, I think watching um, just a lot of the the will to play for Gagai on the weekend. He just wanted, he was just up for a fight. If they were getting caught in the corner, he would grab it. He'd run. He'd do that, uh, that I call it the Andrew Fafita run where you run sideways, palm about 10 guys off you and get tackled by Scalor and then start going forward. Yeah. Doesn't really, doesn't look good for NRL, but it looks good for your super coach team. So yeah, that's, that's right. It. Yeah. Well, they're yeah, the players no. you want players that are ball hogs and players that touch 10 people before or run crab across, you know, like Heinz, that's what makes Heinz good. You know, he mm. does a lot of that lateral movement and sometimes that can create space and put players in. If I'm a coach, I'm filthy on that. I want my players playing direct with the yeah. short balls. And I've seen him do some incredible good balls. Like the one Cleary done to Sorensen just a few rounds ago. That, that's the like, one to Ghana. Ghana, sorry, yeah. That's, oh, it was ridiculous. That's how my halves should be playing football. Direct, yeah. direct. You know, Real that, in the line, not scared to get hit. I love that, watching that kind of footage. Absolutely, so. yeah. But um, yeah, look. You can you couldn't go wrong with anyone in the back line, pretty much from the yeah. uh, the knights from the one right down to the five man. Yeah, a good run home too with play, good good draw. They have, uh, but both these teams have a good draw. The run home actually. So and Pong is lighting both sides up. You know, he's coming on on the left, he's playing on the right. You know, he's he's left side dominant mostly, uh, which means it's really good for Marzu. So mm. uh, you know, Pong and Marzu are, are connecting quite a bit, um, but they're still finding their way to Young, as you'll see. Young's been crossing the line. Enough as well, but yeah, best and um, Marzu, they're just lighting up, yeah, love it. 
All right, next game. So the final game on Saturday, we've got the Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Cronulla Sharks. I think with um, Latrell back in the team, game two now, I think I think Rabbitohs put it on them. I think the Sharks are gone. I agree. I think the Sharks are going to not make the eight, but I think both these sides are struggling uh, for mm-hmm. form. Uh, the problem is for the uh, Rab- uh, for the Rabbitohs is Satola being out of the middle. That punch up the middle is really impacting them. Mm. But Latrell makes them, uh, you know, I, I think an eight-point, ten-point better side. Yeah. And, uh, and I think they'll beat the Sharks comfortably. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, people might not agree with me, but I, I just that's my my take mm. on this. Um, the player in this one that I like and I've been saying all along is Isaiah Tass. If you had to mm-hmm. listen to me five rounds ago and you bought Isaiah Tass, he's been averaging, I can't remember what it is, but I own him in my my draft and he's mm-hmm. been, I think, my highest scorer, like one of my highest scoring players. So I I don't hate that with Latrell going left, Cody Walker going left, and Isaiah Tass often puts the last pass to um, Johnson. As you saw, he put in two tries this last week. He's been mm-hmm. scoring tries for fun. And the other one, obviously, is Alex Johnson. Look, um, he's not playing on the side where the Sharks actually are leaking. Um, the other side is, which is Milne and Campbell Graham. So a good pod to bring in this week could possibly be Campbell Graham against that um, right edge of the mm. Sharks. Yeah, I've always liked Campbell Graham. Um, yeah, when he, as soon, he was always pretty average when he was on the wing. Yeah. Then as soon as he got moved to the centre, he really just started. Well, no, I guess he just. Went up a notch, and everyone was like, "Oh, this guy's actually doing really, doing really well." So, it's tough. Um, yeah, he's very tough. Yeah, um, and he, he knows how to get find the line as well. He got that long lever, so he can get an offload away to the winger as well. So, yeah. From the Sharks, I actually reckon Mulatalo is a sell. I personally, if you want to upgrade a player, that's the player I'd be looking at. Uh, other people might not agree with me. I personally don't like Mulatalo. Uh, I, I don't like the job security around Telekai and Molotaro, although they're, they're back at their full now. They've got Connor Tracy at the back. Uh, Kennedy out's going to hurt them a little as well, you know, he, the way mm. he plays out the back. Although Connor Tracy is a, a half and he has got a good passing game, so that could play well um, to, Molotaro, to Molotaro and Telekai. But Britt Nakora is the only one there, I think, is a genuine own even though last week he got moved to centre. The only problem with Nakora is that if a centre goes down, he gets moved. He's the first one moved, and that's what happened last week. But he still scored relatively well. There's a thing with um when when a, yeah, when a centre or a winger does go down, they tend to find the most fastest lateral second rower. Yeah, the one that can Just move. Going, yeah, because obviously they've got to defend a bit differently against wingers and centres, so they have to find the, the guy that's safer to defend in that side there. So... Um, yeah, no, I, I've got Nakora. I'm keeping Nakora for the run home as well. They've got a tough run home, but I think for a second rower, not the worst thing in the world. So, I agree. Yeah. All right. Next game, Sunday game one, we got the uh, Parramatta Eels versus the Dragons. Um, there's some pretty juicy matchup for Parramatta here. Yeah, absolutely. And so, listen, I sold Clint Gutherson last week, knowing this matchup was coming because I wanted to get Latrell because I had Ponger and Latrell. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of and and in hindsight, if I'd known that he was going to score what he scored, even though they he scored a little bit more than Gutherson, I probably would have held based on this matchup because I think uh, Gutherson in this game is a genuine C option. <laughs> if you own Gutherson, I wouldn't be selling mm. this particular round. So if you're considering going Gutherson to Latrell this week, based on matchups, I wouldn't be doing that. I think the Sharks will defend Latrell better than the Dragons will defend Gutherson. But that's, you know, um, but Latrell's a better player with a higher ceiling. Yeah. Um, but the matchups in here that you spoke of, so Ryan Madison at 500k, starting at second row, um, I think he's a buy. 
So if you're looking to trade out of Preston and it gives you a bit of money going down or somebody that you're considering, and Preston would be the one that I imagine people are considering based on this uh, buy, just keep in mind that the Eels have a buy on the last round uh, if you're an overall player. If you're a head-to-head -head, head -to -head player, though, um, Paramount is a great side to, to get players for, for. But although their draw gets a little tougher. But Madison's draw, what's that word we use? Um, draw, it doesn't really matter what the draw is. He, he's yeah. phenomenal. He's fixture-proof, yeah. Fixture-proof, thanks, mate, yeah. Um, Jamea Hopgood is a genuine captain option in this, in my um, opinion of this round. The only fear I have is that Davey's on the bench and there could be a late switch of Davey into second row, Madison back to bench. Um, if I knew for 100% fact, I would go VC Ponga and Captain um, Maddow as a pod or even Hopgood. I I, I believe mm. that both of them will score 80-plus in this game, possibly more. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. touch anybody from the Dragons, possibly Lomax, if you're looking for an absolute pod. Yeah, well, I know the Eels haven't been too good, um, really. But I think um, having Maddow on the field for longer would help that. Having Dylan Brown back is definitely going to help that. Um so, but I say it's their game one with that structure for them. So they still have to gel a little bit. But in saying that, it is the Dragons. So I reckon Paramount can lick a few points. But when you're defending Dragons, it should be okay for them. If you already own Brown or if you're looking for a 5-8, if you own a Katoa and you can get your player up to him, like a trade down, trade up, you know, you could go a Preston or someone like that, um, Wong, mm. and then you could take Katoa up to um, Dylan Brown. And Dylan Brown and Maddo in this particular game, what a juicy matchup. Um and he, the good thing about Dylan Brown is he's got incredible base. He's probably got one of the best bases. Well, I think he has got the best base of any 5-8 in the game. I owned uh, him right up until he got um, pinched for what he'd done. I would have kept him for the season hold. Um, so if you've got a few trades there and you're looking for someone, Dylan Brown's the man, in my opinion. Yeah, I think um, Brad Arthur said it very, very clear in the press conference last week after the game. You know, Dylan is back. He's going to be very, very handy to have back. And he's going to be trying his hardest because he knows he has to prove himself to the team because he yeah. feels like he owes the team. So he's going to come out there strong, I think. He's going to, he knows he screwed up and he wants to come out there and make it make it up to him. So, yeah, I think that's a very valid point on him and also on Latrell. So Gus Gould came out and had a lot to say about mm -hmm. um, Latrell Mitchell. And we all know you shouldn't ever knock a champion. So there's a big chance that Latrell could stand up just for that reason alone, you know, and then like do these ones after he does what he does. Yeah, so, you know, um, so Latrell and Dylan Brown, I'm tipping both of them, mate, for different reasons to have big games. I agree with yeah. you, mate. Love it. All righty. Last game, we've got Canberra Raiders versus the Tigers in Canberra. Oh, really not much to think about in this game. Well, I'm not having any play. Oh, I'll have a few forwards maybe from the Raiders. That's about it for me. Well, actually, no. There's one I actually do like. So, Jordan Rapana. If you're looking for someone in a draft side or even mm. a pod in your in your league side, I actually think Jordan Piranha, uh, Piranha, Rapana's mm. matchup in this game is actually really good. So, the Tigers leak to right second rowers and fullbacks. They're the two positions that we seem to let points in. And, um, and I think we keep letting tries on... One wing. I can't remember which wing it is, but I think it's the right side. It's on North. Sure. Yeah, you have to say North. You have to say Nofo side for sure. Nofo side. Yeah, it's on Nofo side. And they, we keep letting points in. But how good has Junior Tupo been? Just as a, uh, from a football perspective, he's been really, really good. I love him from the Tigers. But yeah, I agree with you. Tarpany Horse. I think Horse could even be a sell now if you're mm. looking to a second row like Kalama Tangi or someone you know an Akora. Um, and I, I, I even would argue that Bateman could be moved on. 
Um, you know, I, I don't like anyone from the Tigers, to be fair. Um, mm. I, I really don't. I, I think Bateman would be the only one I would consider holding. I mean, his base, good thing about base, uh, Bateman is he has really good base. You know, um, he, he gets 70s without doing anything, really. Yeah. Um, so, and he's he's a guy that will fight for the game to the death as well. Like he is, so yeah. even if the game's gone, it's lost at forty eight nil, he'll still want to try and do something and fight to the death. So he'll still keep getting those points accumulated. That's right, and he does a lot of those touches things as well, where he sort yeah. of steps across the field and then offloads. He does a lot of late offloads. So I mean, I I I, I you know I wouldn't be rushing out to sell him unless you're bringing someone with a bit of ceiling, like a Kalama mm. Tuck or someone. But the fact that they've got no buyer from memory up until the end, it, it makes him pretty much a hold anyway. Yeah, yeah, have some yeah. safety there. You could have you could have him as your eighteenth if you wanted to, really. The the way they used Horse last week, he came off with um tw- twelve minutes to go in the first half, and he didn't come back on until about twenty two minutes to go or something. Yeah. So he only played like fifty two minutes, fifty four minutes. You know, yeah, which I, is I, frustrating because I think pretty much I'm sure we called it last week that I said on the podcast that out of all Ricky's rotations, he has been the most consistent. And then he had to go and prove me wrong. I yeah, reckon he watches his podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just he just did it to annoy super coaches. I'm gonna I'll, I'll tell Ricky now if you're listening, Ricky, can you um I'm gonna sell horse so play him however you want. He doesn't know if I've sold him or not. So. <laughs> If you want to put a bet down on this game, Sebastian Chris moves into centre. I think that either uh, Sebastian Chris or Apana anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it. All good. All right. So that's all the games wrapped up. Uh, got some questions there from some viewers, mate. Let's go. Yeah, mate. We have some questions from people and a couple of jibes at me. <laughs> but it's all it's all in fun as long as they're in good taste i'll always read out if you've got like we, we, we as much will read out banter as we will questions as That's long it. as they're in good taste as these ones are yeah. uh so the first question was i hope some guns tank so we can get some cheap get them cheap next year so it's not a question it was just a statement uh is bateman or preston tomato worth a trade well, i think we've already answered that i i think if you're going to choose one i would choose bateman yeah just because of the, I, I think that Preston's been more consistent. I agree. Yeah, and and I think that Preston offers a somewhat of a ceiling. Although they both got really good base, but I, I really mm. like the Maddo trade. I, I I do. And he says also bringing in CNK or DWS this week. Which one? I would say CNK based on the fact he's a fullback. Bit more stability there with points. Um, or in in saying that, I think his floor is probably slightly higher than DWZ's. But he has a pretty decent floor on him in those bad matchups. But the run home is great for New Zealand. Yeah, so you I, you can, with either. I reckon both of them, I'd, I'd have them both in my team for the run home if I needed to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, would you play, who would you play out of Meany, Mulatala, or Munro? So that's interesting. So Munro is not going to play unless he comes in for Milne. I looked at that myself because mm. they're not going to get rid of Johnson, Tass, or Graham, right? So the only person that he could possibly come in would be Tane Milne. Um, if he was to be named on that right wing, my answer would be Munro, based on the fact that the Sharks leak in that position quite badly. So there's your answer. But the problem is he doesn't play till the third last game, which means that, um, you know, and the other two play before. And unless you get that answer before the other two games play, my answer would probably be Meany just based on base. I don't like any of them, mate. I really don't like mm. any of the three. What's your What's your take on it? Just because he goal kicks, I go many. Yeah, that's the only thing. That's the only decider is the goal kicking. Yeah. But it just sucks that they're playing before the Rabbitohs because 
Yeah, Munro is that. I see Munro as that excitement player, like a Cobo. Agreed. Where he gets some points there, much much better ceiling. Um, with a better matchup than Meany versus Panthers. I think they're letting in. I think they're the uh, the lowest ranking in letting points into fullbacks. Panthers are this year. So, so we will know after the um. So let's just let me just try and work this out quickly for them. Uh, so that game's at 7.30. So we'll know 7.30 Saturday night. So we won't know until after the Dolphins game. Anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, we won't know until after that game, unfortunately. So And the Melbourne Storm game's played on the Friday. So <laughs> I, I would just play Meany and be safe, unless we hear something. And look, keep an eye on our page. Any updates that we get, late updates like that, we'll let you know because I, I, I would like to play Munro myself. Uh, over to Ruva. Yeah, I've got Munro on my team, just burning a hole on my team. So yeah, well, um, I brought him to Muff as enough, uh, and and I thought if he plays, giddy up, and if he doesn't, you know, he's my he's my enough. Well, I'm in a similar boat, so I could say right now, because I've got um Taruva Mulatalo on my bench with Munro, and I've got Meany on the field. So and that's what I made my mind up there. So it looks like Meany is my choice. So. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I agree, man. It's the guy. So this one's another just a comment, but we'll we'll say it anyway. With no trades left, can you recommend what I should sacrifice to the super coach god so they will favour my team for the run home? I suggest the wife, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they, I think the super coach gods tend to like um a more living human sacrifice. I think from what I've been told, I'll reach out to the Sanks during my next prayers. Um. So Corey at. Uh, so they, that came from Jory, uh, Jeff Fletcher, the immediate question. Sorry, I haven't been reading people's names. Corey mm-hmm. Athanatus, would you fade Latrell for DWS? Ooh, no, 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 not in the world. I have a lot of Warriors already in Sean Johnson, Aiden Fanua Blake, CNK, Ford, and Toho. No, bro, don't. Go Latrell. Yeah, Latrell <laughs> every day of the week. And DWZ, DWZ, if you look at his scores, Throughout, I haven't even looked at him right now. I can tell you, it'd be like 150, 80, 17. Yeah. It, it's so up and down. And like with Latrell, you get 74, 80, maybe a 60. And then the week after, you get a 130. Like it's just, you know, with Latrell, it's going to be there up there and competitive. And based on the fact he's already got five Warriors, you know what I mean? Which oh, is good yeah. for the run home now. You know, like you're not going to add a six to that equation and hope for anything better. I mean, at least if they have a stinker, you've got Latrell, you know, like I would go Latrell. So no, yeah. the answer's no. Um, you know, I might have argued on a different player there, but not DWZ. Mm-hmm. This one's from Travis Bischoff, and I will read it to you because it's banter. I won <laughs> nine out of my 10 head-to-heads and the one I lost, I get told about. Travis Bischoff, sorry about your loss last round, Glenn Fisher. I'm ranked 245 at the moment. Slight brag. What are the preferred centre wings for the run home? Okay, that's a good question. And well done, Travis. Like, mm. I don't mind that. I don't really... I don't uh, really uh, add, add some banter in there and ask a question. Great contributor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we don't mind banter. We love it. As long as it's yeah. in good taste. And that was... Yeah. Okay. One, one player, one of my favourite players for the run home, and I said it last week, and I just, just based on the draw... There's two that I'd pick from draw alone, and that's Mazu and um, Asako. I really like both those two for the run home with the draw they've got and the ceiling that they've got. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I think Manu, Garrick aren't horrible ones either, but there's a few you could throw in there, like Charles Nichols, Clockstad. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking through. Uh, you could even have a Penasini. Um, there was someone else that I just thought about then. Oh, Best, Bradman Best or mm. um, uh, Far- Farnsworth, if you're looking for someone. But, yeah, based on draw, I do like the night back rowers. Mm. Uh, I've got Azako, I've got Manu, I've got Azako Manu. I can't even think who the other one is. Gosh, mm. I'm going terrible. I've got Taruva and I've got another bigger one, Garrick. Garrick, Manu, Azako, Taruva, Smith, Munro, and someone else. So, mm. but I, I, I'm considering, I was considering going to CNK myself from uh, Manu, believe it or not. Mm. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm just going to hold my trades. But yeah, they're the ones that I, oh, Alex Johnson could be an answer. Tass, Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't think of anyone else really, mate. Can you? I think the Knights and Warriors ones would be the two with the best draws. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I like safety of Garrick. Um, but Me too. yeah, I think the Manly is a bit falling behind at the moment, so I'm not sure how they're gonna carry on with the ceiling players there. But still, you can't go. You can go. You can go worse than Garrick for the run home. I don't hate Tupo either. I think Tupo just seems to keep crossing. You know, like. It, mm. Although he, and he has pretty good base, but yeah, I think the ones with Meany, Azarko, and Garrick, at least they're goal kicking, so you've got that, yeah. you know, and then adding one extra from there, you know, like a Marzu best, mm. uh, whatever. Yep, that's it for that. Love it, awesome. All right, let's. Uh, I'll try and keep as much under my belt as possible, but let's talk uh, trades this week. What are you what are you thinking, Glenn? If any? Well, I'm not trading, mate. So I, I well, if I do, it'll be Dylan Brown. I'm mm. considering actually going Cody Walker to Dylan Brown, but I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to hold trades. I'm not trading at all this week. My side's quite set for this round. The only one I considered was going Manu to CNK. Um, it, it was one I sort of flashed a thought, but mm. I'm actually not trading at this point, mate. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to try to avoid trading if I possibly can. Yeah. So that's 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 truthful there. Um, but if I need to make any trades, I I've got a few ideas where I'm looking at say offloading, say Dylan Edwards, who I've got in my team, and I've got with jewels and everything I can work around, I can find a really good pod in that position. So um yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's what I'll be looking at there. Um if I need to go anything else. I got like a I had also thought about going Hallsborough out for Maddo. That was one of my other trades I was thinking about. Edwards um, for Dylan Brown sounds good. Yeah, it would be very nice that one. So, and then like having horse to Madison as well. I think horse is definitely peaked. Or is he six forty seven at the moment? It might be the right time. And Maddow is low five hundred. So, yeah. Um, just to think of, even if just for value to get that trade at the point now, like yeah. like it'd be like jumping on um, Murray two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, that value. So, but uh, other than that, I'm just trying to avoid trying to trade for now and save my trades to run home because I think. I'll, I've got five five left now. I think I'm pretty happy with that for the run home. But yeah, uh, captain, vice captain, what are we looking at? Yeah, so mine's going to be pretty generic this round. I'm going to vice captain Cleary, and I'm going to captain. Uh, even though it's versus Storm, I still think it's Cleary. Um, and I'm just going to straight captain Ponga. Well, did you also? Sorry, I meant to say, oh, I might vice captain Ponga and captain Maddo or Hopgood. Yeah. Um. I am tossing up my VC instead of going Cleary to go SJ. Oh, I like yeah. that SJ as a sneaky little pod VC. Um, uh, and then I've got because what they play what uh, game two, so I got the choice of anyone to captain. I got Latrell Mitchell, I got Ponga, I can mix it around a little bit. The only person I can't captain if I do that is I can't captain Cleary. 
which yeah. I wouldn't captain Cleary this week anyway, I don't think so. I don't know Johnson, Johnson, but if I did, he would be my vice captain. Mm, yeah, well, I love that. I love loving that score there. So yeah. Awesome. Um, anything else before we wrap up? No, that's pretty much it, guys. Um, yeah, that's all I can think of for now. Um, scores in the Andrew Johns Cup. SS is still winning. We're we're kicking along pretty nice in there. We're setting up for the don't forget with the BBL coming up, guys, that we'll be setting up the Shane Warns Cup. So um, as soon as NRL finishes, start hitting us up for your teams. I'm only going to allow 10 teams for the BBL, and uh, and already sort of six of them are chosen. So um, you want to get in quick the other four, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I think what is this? BBL normally kicks off around early December, I'm pretty December, sure, from memory. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think game, one of the games, I think one of the first games, I think might be in Canberra, so I can go down and have a quick watch of that game, oh, which would nice. be good. So that'd be good. the opening game last year was in Canberra too, which is great. So Yeah, well, that'd be good, mate. Mm. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in and uh, tune in next week, and hopefully we see some green arrows. Good luck, everyone. See you.